Welcome to Crane's Corner News and Comment, supported in part by American River Flooring and Painting. Today's story, right after this. You sometimes feel like you're time traveling. It's 2021, but if your home looks like it's 1989, head right over to see my friends at American River Flooring and Painting in Fair Oaks. And it is the one-stop store for home decor. Whether you need new flooring, carpeting, window treatments, or painting, or all of the above, one call can do it all. Mention you heard me, Ed Crane, and take 25% off area rugs. Call American River Flooring and Painting. Their number is 916-961-6100 or online at AmericanRiverFlooring.com. The Internet can take us to some really interesting places. Some we search for, some we find by accident. Places that can connect us to our past, take us on a tour of the future, or in this case, spoil a very treasured memory. Since I was a little kid, I've always been fascinated by commercial aviation. It came from my dad, I think, because he traveled the world for business and shared some of his experiences with me. Then there was our home, about 12 miles from JFK International Airport in New York. Unless the weather was bad, most any night, Dad and I would watch the planes making their final approach to the giant airport right over our backyard. The planes were high enough that the noise didn't rattle the dishes in Mom's china closet, but they were low enough that I could see their tail insignia. And there was always a game. What kind of plane is that? And which airline is the operator? Some were easy. Americans' planes then were all silver. Pan Am had the big blue globe on the tail. TWA was spelled out in large letters. But then there were some tricky ones, like prop jets flown by Mohawk or Allegheny, and the foreign airlines, BOAC and Qantas, Lufthansa, Air France, I got to know them all and almost always guessed right, and I knew the difference between the aircrafts, the 707, the DC-9, the long DC-8, and later the big babies, the 747s and the DC-10s. I had flown a couple of prop jets, National Airlines Electra 224s, when I flew to Orlando pre-Disney to spend a week with my great Aunt Patsy, wonderful lady, bless her soul. But my first jet ride was a long and wonderful trip. More than 50 years later, I could still remember the thrill of boarding Pan Am's Clipper, Glory of the Skies. Oh yeah, I still remember the name. It was the summer of 1969 and a long flight to Germany where I met my other aunt and uncle in the Air Force at the time for a great two-week trek through Europe. I hadn't thought about that trip for years. And these days, it's kind of hard to love commercial aviation, unless you're in first class. And even then, it's not quite the same. But then again, what is? But here's where the story picks up. Long around mid-January, I started thinking about chili. I always cook it for the Super Bowl. And I have a great recipe that's pretty much in my head. It's a recipe my dad passed down to me after he read it and clipped it from an Eastern Airlines magazine sometime in the 70s. Well, dad has passed on, and whatever he did with the recipe wasn't in the will, and we've yet to find it in all these other treasures and recipes he left behind. But I thought, maybe I can find it on the Internet. I googled Eastern Airlines in-flight magazine. Not much there. So I tried Eastern Airlines magazine recipes. How about Eastern Airlines chili? How about in-flight chili? No luck. But along the way, in one of the searches, I came across Pan Am memorabilia. A few clicks later, I found it. N423PA, the tail number of the Boeing 707-320, delivered to Pan Am on June 30th, 1967, two years before it delivered me across the Atlantic. There were pictures and a couple of very interesting stories, one of which was kind of fun. The other, awfully sad. The first story, a year before I boarded that 707, it had already become famous. In the climactic scene of the 1968 movie Bullet, 
Steve McQueen, or at least his stuntman, is running all over the tarmac at San Francisco International trying to get a bad guy. A bad guy who is already on board the Pan Am jet, glory of the skies, which is rolling toward takeoff. In February of 1977, that 10-year-old jetliner, Pan Am's Glory of the Skies, was sold to the Colombian national airline Avianca, where it flew unremarkably for a dozen years until meeting a terrible end. Avianca Flight 52 was making its second landing attempt on a snowy night in January of 1990 when it crashed into a hill in Covenac, New York, 20 miles from JFK, 10 miles from my then home in Huntington, New York. It was a bizarre crash because of language barriers, weather delays, and the flight crew's inability to calculate and balance fuel consumption. The plane literally ran out of gas on approach to JFK. 74 of the 149 passengers and crew members on board were killed. And for the ensuing days, I covered the story and its aftermath for CBS News, never knowing, never considering that the wreckage strewn about that snowy Long Island hilltop was the same regal jetliner that once entranced a little boy all those years ago. Well, I never did find the actual chili recipe I was searching for, but drop me a line and I'll send what I know of that chili recipe to you. It's always been delicious, and now it has quite a story to go with it. Thanks for listening to Crane's Corner News and Comment. If you like our short messages, you'll love our full-length podcast, so be sure to subscribe, like, and give us a positive review. And thanks again for listening to Crane's Corner. I'm Ed Crane. Crane's Corner is produced by Multipoint Content Strategies and Hear Me Now Studios, Sacramento, California, executive producer Jeff Holden. To learn more about what we do or how to support our content, connect with us at the website edcranescorner.com.